Hey everybody, welcome back to the Art vs. Science Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Matthew Knight, the art side of the Art vs. Science Podcast. Across from the table is Ed DePew. Ed, how you doing? I'm full. <laughs> Very full. We just had a giant Mexican lunch. Mine was called The Big Burrito. Yeah, mine was the Mega Taco. <laughs> right? So for those of you that aren't watching this in the clips, I'm about... I said about five months pregnant right now. <laughs> talk about that. Cross his arms. <laughs> sits back. Sits up straight. <laughs> we, we both love Mexican food. Mm-hmm. A little too much. A little too they much. They love me, for sure. <laughs> you know what I don't love? Hmm. <laughs> is this your segue? Is this your segue? <laughs> what is it? Watching, watching Netflix, watching movies? <laughs> I can't help. No, you're fine. I just, I think segues are a good thing to use for a podcast. (laughs) What I don't love (laughs) is how when you gain knowledge in a certain subject and then you see something pertaining to that subject out in the real world, it kind of, it ruins the magic a little bit, I think, of what that thing is or was and you're able to pick it apart and that kind of, like I said, it takes away from the magic, you can't really get in the moment of things. Do you ever experience that? Couldn't wait. (laughs) (laughs) This is also an ASMR video. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely would say uh, there's been some, honestly, like I find it most probably when I'm like watching movies and I know that's, but I mean, like, I, I, I know that's like a little more on the art side, but like, I don't know, just when I watch movies, like I always look through like the te- technical aspects, especially if they're dealing with technology and stuff like. So you're talking about a show called Away. <laughs> yeah. So Away, um, it's, it's a. It is a little above my knowledge, I would say, uh, when it comes to like the science. But like, I know that thing got review bombed on just like the sheer authenticity of like the science behind the show. They, uh, something it's, it's very minuscule, but it's like kind of something I was thinking about. There's, there's an episode and this is spoilers for anybody that's watching it. Um, I'll try to be as vague as possible, but there's an episode where they go outside of the ship and they have to retrieve water because the water inside their ship um the system is malfunctioning so it's not producing water like it's supposed to well there are um like radiation shields on the ship and it's basically just like a a thin coat of water outside of the entire ship it's just encased within the walls of the ship and that's just to block radiation so what they do um they decide to like go outside the ship. First, they drilled a hole into the ship. They're like, let's just drill from the inside. We'll get the water from the inside. Everything will be gravy. They punch through the freaking wall and they put a hole in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like even then, like obviously it's not something you really think about. Like what, what to me was crazy was like what can happen when you punch a hole in a, a ship in the middle of space, you know, because vacuums and pressure and stuff like that but like they punched a hole in the ship like the entire crew was around this guy while he's doing that and it's like if that went catastrophic like they're all just jettisoned into space you know like if it just decided they want to rip the hole bigger but like literally they're standing around him like he's starting a fire you know it was i don't know i thought that was a little weird but getting back to the initial part so like they go outside of the ship and they have like this little 
nozzle um, that's going to release water so that they can grab this water and like catch it in these bags. One of the weirdest things that they do is, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of like science to it. They're like, oh, well, we'll ionize one of the, the gloves to where when the water comes out, they can like redirect its path into a bag. But like when they show it, it's like this tiny little hole that the water's coming out. It's like, why don't you just put the bag over the hole? Like they literally, they're like floating in space. They're like, let's go 12 feet that way. And we'll just catch this, all this water that's coming out of our ship to protect us from radiation into these bags. That's like the size of a Ziploc um, thing. Well, I mean, it's a little bit bigger than like, like a grocery bag almost that they're catching this stuff in the size wise. And it's like, why are you standing so far away? And you're catching like, like you're just watching all the water just go everywhere. And they're like getting a little bit of it. It's like, why didn't you just put it in front of it? But because science, but but the science on that is like every little thing in like in space, there's like, there's nothing, there's no forces, there's no gravity. And it's like, no one can hear you scream. No one can hear you scream. But like, so they, they punctured this hole. Aside from that, they opened up this valve to release water. This water is now the only force on this ship that's, driving it forward so are they floating away from the ship because it's like pushing the ship away from them so i mean they are tethered to the ship that's just something you do when you go on a spacewalk you're gonna tether yourself down make sure you don't float away but it's yeah like like you're saying it's literally the only thing that is acting acting for a new acting force besides the initial rocket into space that is now pushing them and like they don't talk about that at all. They're just like the course is fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're still on course. Say, We're still on course. But like no, this little this little pocket of water that's coming out is pushing you. It's like they don't even talk about it. You know, they're just like literally like when they first open the valve, the water. I mean, obviously it's a vacuum of space. The temperature of space is just super super low. Like, and as soon as the water comes out, it's ice. And like they literally dedicate like thirty seconds to her just like pretending like it's snowing and you're just like you're gonna die because you don't have water and she's just like oh my god snow day (laughs) and like she's just like staring at everything i mean like i will like overall i personally really enjoyed the show but like little things like that just like they take you out of it 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 takes me out of it for a minute for sure because i'm just like you wouldn't do that and then there's we were actually talking about this earlier when we were at lunch but like there's a part where they're they're showing mission control the dad in the show he works for mission control he's one of the he's like the head engineer and his daughter just like shows up like on the other side of the window like all this stuff's going down in this top secret government facility it, kind it, of thing it, it, yeah. nasa, in the show. NASA. Like, is, is nasa in the show and like the daughter's just like knocking on the window hey dad can i talk to you for a second you're like you're supposed to take me shopping for the prom, Dad. Get out of mission control. <laughs> yeah, like all this stuff's going down. Like the, the the ship's called Atlas. Like they're like monitoring Atlas. Things are going on. Like they're discussing plans on how to fix the water system and all this stuff. And there's just like a teenager just like, hey, Dad, take me to prom. You know, like take me prom dress shopping. It's just like that'll never happen. You know, but like it, it's it's a TV show. But like knowing what I know, you're just you just kind of like, okay, well, that's silly. See, that's kind of the same way. I can't watch any movie with my dad that has anything at all to do with the military or boats. 
actually. That's not right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> my, my dad was in the Air Force for 20 plus years. And now he works with uh, Northrop Grumman. He helps design, you know, ships for them. for a long time too, right? Oh, yeah. He's been there for... 10, 15 years now, something like that. But like, we'll be watching, there's a show called The Last Ship. Loved that mm-hmm. movie. It's like some kind of virus takes out, you know, most of humanity. And like the last people are uh, on this naval battleship. And every episode, my dad's like, that's not how that would have worked. That's that, that's not the right call sign. You, you see that? You see that gun there, son? That that gun? No, no, no. It wouldn't have fired that far. The, there, that, that, uh, that missile launcher didn't hold that many rockets. They, they, they definitely would have run out of fuel by there. And like his, one of his favorite movies is a movie called Stealth, a very early 2000s Stealth, movie. Stealth, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, Stealth was, was actually like kind of a pioneer in, in film, wasn't it? For VFX-wise, yeah. Yeah, because visual effects, like that movie actually is like pretty solid. Yeah, with, when they did Cloud. Yeah, for how old it is, it's definitely, there's a lot of nuanced things in there that you wouldn't notice while watching it. But when you're dissecting it, yeah, it's pretty revolutionary when, in terms of CG. But you wouldn't know that watching it with my dad. <laughs> like, oh my God, whenever whenever my dad has the house to himself, he is watching the movie Stealth. <laughs> it's just... One of those. <laughs> oh my God, yes. That, that's his go-to movie. And you'll be sitting there watching them and you're watching these people get ready to take off and then it'll just have like a quick cut to a shot of a, a radar. And my dad's like, that's the wrong radar. <laughs> I was a radar technician. Yes, I was a radar technician in the military for twenty. That, that, oh, what, what, kind of, what do they use that radar for, Dad? That, that, <laughs> that is a weather radar that is not used for for battle simulations. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and see, I actually, I accidentally got my revenge on him once when he started getting to the show Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Right, because one of the main characters, I think his name was Ned Stark, played by uh, Sean Bean. Mm-hmm dies in literally every single show or movie he's ever been on my yeah my dad didn't know this and this is the first episode i've ever seen of uh game of thrones and i watched it with my dad and it's the episode where ned stark gets executed (laughs) and i see sean bean in the dungeon i'm like oh hey that's sean bean dad's like no 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 it's ned stark i was like no 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 that's sean bean and he's going to die and dad's like no he won't that's that's ned stark he's he's gonna sit on the iron throne he's the hero and i was like okay <laughs> whatever you say whatever you say dad and not even 10 minutes later his head's on the chopping block and right and slice <laughs> head goes in the basket i look at my dad he's just <laughs> i'm like well Time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> and, I just, and I go back to my room. <laughs> just ruin the whole show for him. But, I would have made like radar sounds. Oh, man. But yeah, I know what you mean because it's hard for me to watch movies and TV shows now, not because I think things are inaccurate, but because I'm like, okay, how did they write this script? How did they light this scene? Oh, man, how did they get that particular shot? And. Yeah, like I can't really go to the movies anymore without having to see a movie like twice because the first time I'm going at it like a critic mm-hmm. and I can't really enjoy it for the story. And so I have to go back a second time and then I can, you know, actually watch the movie. Do you think like that's normal like for other people like in the art world? Like do you feel like a lot of painters have a hard time like seeing other people's like paintings without just like going into this i don't know like 
I, I guess it could be something that like they enjoy, but like if they see just art and all of this stuff, like rather than just enjoying it for what it is, it's like a constant like critique. Like you're looking for, oh, did they use this brush stroke or did it, this type of paint, you know? I don't know. When I think of painting art, I somehow imagine that like those kinds of artists can appreciate it easier mm -hmm. because I, I mean, art is just so it's so subjective and a lot of it is so abstract now where most of it's, it's less about the particular brushstroke and just what emotion does this make you think of when you see these three red dots and a blue streak on a canvas kind of thing. So when I think of that, I, th I think maybe that particular art, they can be more appreciative, but I think when it comes to definitely like more visual or audio kind of formats like music, I bet singers and stuff are like, Oh, there's the vibrato or, Oh, C sharp should have been C flat. I hear that word so many times. You ever, you ever watch like The Masked Singer? I hate The Masked Singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why just would I, I just... Celebrities just I've never, celebrating each other. I've Exactly. I've <laughs> never watched a single episode and I never will because why do I want to watch famous people guess other famous people when they're singing? It's, I don't care about that. People, like you can guess them yourself. Okay. Like, okay. It doesn't okay. change. Well, that doesn't make it any more interesting to me. At least American Idol has, you know, regular people, people that I can root for. It's just like, oh man, the millionaire guessed the millionaire. Tune in next week when another yeah. millionaire guesses a millionaire. And they get to win the trophy at the end of the show. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I see that. Me and, uh, me and the old wife, we always joke about, we need a dancing with regular people <laughs> instead of dancing with the stars. <laughs> it's like, I'll be on that show, you know? But no, I mean, yeah, definitely when I watch TV shows, like that, I feel like that that's, that's the activity that's most, I don't know, like maybe it's just because it, it's a vast majority of my, <laughs> my activities. But like, I remember talking to you the other day, um, we were watching the Mandalorian. Like we weren't together, obviously, but like I was talking about the Mandalorian and I was like, you know, how does his ship take off like it does? Because like his ship has rear thrusters and like he just straight goes up in the air. Like his engines don't move. There's no downward thrust. He just goes straight up in the air. It was the episode when he like he fell into the little ice thing with yeah. the spiders and all of that. The answer is Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the only explanation with Star Wars stuff is because Star Wars. I mean, but that, that it happens much, much more than just Star Wars. But I mean, like that's that's kind of an example, I guess. Of just like, just like why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think uh, video games are like kind of another one. Like when I was, I would say at the height of my computer programming career. Like a lot of times when I was playing games, like I would constantly think about like how to break the game. So like obviously a lot of games have bugs mm -hmm. and whatnot, but like I would process, like I would be so more, so much more focused on how they potentially like piece together a mechanic or a level. And I would try to find like ways to break out of it, especially like this was a long time ago. And obviously I wasn't going to school for computer programming, but like Halo 2, they used to have like super jumps. And like secrets and ways and stuff you can get out of level. I would literally like spend hours on one level and I would walk the entire perimeter just looking for things. I would like get in a corner somewhere like with the invisible walls. I would like look down, throw a grenade and jump at the same time. Anything I could try to do to just break it. But I did that for a while with video games where like that's what I'm constantly thinking of is just like 
what kind of programming these people are using to like like a big one when we were playing sea of thieves like the water the physics of the water is just like phenomenal in the game unless you go underneath it and then it's just like <laughs> it's like okay well you had me and then <laughs> underneath the water there's just like there's just nothing going on but like those are constantly the things that i'm thinking about it's like how did they write this mechanic you know and what can i potentially do to break it because i mean that's how that's how things are found like exploits and and bugs and all that stuff it's just people that are like I don't know. People that like to break things. Like to break things. I mean, it's hard to, when you know about it, it's hard not to scrutinize something that you're, that you're knowledgeable, knowledgeable of, <laughs> but. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the big things now is like, I, I've never really liked grocery shopping to begin with. It's a tedious chore. Um, it becomes an adventure when I'm with my wife because I have to pretty much have a, uh, what are those little child leashes called? Like the harnesses. Like if there's an adult one, I need one for my wife. Mm. Cause I'd be like, okay, honey, let's go get some milk. And she's like, Ooh, clothes, purses. <laughs> and I'll lose her if I don't like, you know, have her strapped to me. But, uh, no, one of the, the main reasons why I can't stand grocery shopping now is because I work in advertising. And so I know the buzzwords that people will use for products and how it, it really does. It just misleads customers. There's no other way around it. Like you'll go into the the toilet paper aisle and it's like new stain absorbing technology. Seventy two mega rolls. Seventy like, yeah, seventy two mega rolls. Right. Like, <laughs> right. And I see like the technology thing and it's like, you know, diarrhea fighting tech. And like, where's the chip? Like where <laughs> what technology is inside this paper that's gonna help me? And it doesn't. There's nothing there. There's there's people will exaggerate things when like now it's seventy five percent less sugar. But really, it's not. It's like 75% less natural sugar, but they put more artificial sugar mm-hmm. in there kind of thing. Or it's like, you know, made with real fruit juice. It, well, they'll have like 1% real fruit yeah, juice. Like yeah. The other 99% is just sugar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. People don't really realize these kinds of things. They read these things. Well, do, I, do I sound weird? Hang on. <laughs> Yeah, I got a cough drop. I got a cough drop in me. That's my side of the ASMR part of this. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to listen to this on playback. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I can't go shopping now without reading these things and just saying, well, this is, this is a total load of BS meant to confuse people into buying their stuff. So, this is a pretty short episode. No. No, I mean we're still, we're still talking. Are we, are we still talking about it? Yeah. Um. I mean, like, I, I think another one that like jumps out at me, and I just kind of blanked on it. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more about things and activities that are ruined because we're just so smart. Smart. <laughs> we're smart. smart. All right, we'll see you guys in a second. Ed. We sit on opposite sides of the proverbial table on many topics. That's right. But one thing we can agree on is that when our jobs get tough, a good cup of coffee can really help you power through. Exactly. And that's why Art vs. Science is proud to be sponsored by the Mockingbird Cafe in Bay St. Louis. The bird is the preferred hangout for anyone with an easy spirit. They serve delicious local coast roast coffee in an environmentally friendly plastic-free to-go cup. They also serve tea and other healthy drinks. And not just that, but the Mockingbird Cafe also has delicious sandwiches, burgers, and bakery items to dine on. So the next time you're in Bay St. Louis, support the local businesses and get a great cup of coffee at the same time at the Mockingbird Cafe.
And we're back. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was quick. That was real quick. What a what a great uh, ad break that we definitely had pre-recorded and are not waiting to do after we record the yeah, rest of this episode. Sure. Yeah, no, that was that was pre-planned, pre-scripted. You guys listen to it after we've listened to it. We've heard it a thousand times by and now and, and edited it. Yeah, we know. Yeah, stuff. we know exactly what we're going to say. But uh, just to make sure you guys listen to it, what what what, what, what do we say? Hmm? <laughs> Nothing. It was, it was a bad joke, apparently. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Oh, okay. So um, I have here pulled up on my laptop some deceptive advertising examples to talk a little bit about what I was, you know, mentioning earlier. How, as an advertising person, I know what companies and product people will say in order to get consumers to buy their product, and it may or may not necessarily be true. Like. There's, there's an example here for a Duracell Ultra Advanced Battery. The tagline being, lasts even longer. Longer than what exactly? Like, Perhaps the previous battery? Like longer than a dead battery? Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> like, And it's just simple things like that. Uh, what's another good one here? Splenda. Okay, so... Splenda used to have, you know what Splenda is, right? Mm. Like the the fake. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's funny. That's exactly the example I want to talk about because it used to say made from sugar, so it tastes like sugar. But they got in trouble with that because uh, they were sued by a competitor, and they said that Splenda was leading customers to believe that its product was healthier than other sugar substitutes. But it was not any healthier than regular sugar or a sugar substitute. Mm-hmm. So now it is just no calorie sweetener. It's not any healthier than a regular, you know, packet of sugar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And these are just the, some of the things that companies will say to get you to buy stuff where it necessarily is not true. Um, I mean, you probably heard of the very the public thing with those Skechers Shape Up walkers. Remember those shoes? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if you wear these and you walk around with these, your butt's going to get great. And it's going to look amazing. But it literally did nothing. Yeah, shape up while you walk was the tagline. It doesn't help. It didn't really do anything. And then got into a bunch of trouble for that. What's another good one? The biggest ones I can think of are just the toilet paper ones. Like the Charmin Ultra Strongs and stuff like that. Like all the commercials with the bears and the weird flaking on their butt. Like, how often do you you know, wipe your butt after going to the bathroom and it's just caked in bits of toilet paper. Has that literally ever happened to you ever? No, no, (laughs) no, like neither me either. I mean, unless I don't think anybody, maybe a kid decided to do like a confetti butt and just rip up toilet paper and slap it on their cheeks. But like they, they create non-existent problems and then create solutions to these non-existent problems and make you think, Oh wow, that's such a great idea. Yeah, I need to have that. And that's just, if anybody takes anything away from this in, in this episode in particular, I hope it's that whenever you go shopping, just read the stuff on the packaging and really be skeptical about it. Just look at just it. Do your research. Yeah, just do your research. Because nine times out of ten, the benefits that these products claim to have do not have those benefits. And you may or may not actually be worse off than, you know, buying the store brand option so just just keep an eye out for that what about you what you got 
so yeah like um one of the kind of going back to when i was doing computer programming pretty heavily uh obviously it's very very important to make sure that you have the proper syntax and like just like the proper symbols and stuff in the right places like if you're writing like c plus plus and stuff you got to make sure you have semicolons in specific areas like so like typos are just a real big biggie like whenever you hit the f5 you hit go to run and your like program doesn't run fortunately like it tells you potentially what's wrong but a lot of times you just you have to go through hundreds to thousands thousands of lines of code so like from that and i don't know if you remember me much in in school but like english was not something i enjoyed at all like i hated english i hate the english language just because it's just like this like there, there, and there, like all that stuff. Like it I'm, makes I'm no sense. It doesn't make any sense. English makes zero sense. But like because of how in depth or like how like dedicated I got to programming, like now I'm like a grammar Nazi, pretty much. Like any now. typo. Now, like any any typo. When I say now, I mean like since I'm my pretty high sure, school career. I've I'm never always sure, been this way. I'm pretty sure you were a grammar but, Nazi even in high school. But I mean, just like the level of the attention to detail that I find, like anytime I ever go to a website, pretty much the only thing I'm looking for are typos. Like, I don't, I don't really care if like anything that's going on except for typos. And like, fortunately I have a job now where like, that's very important. I have to like review employee notices that are going to go out agency wide and stuff like that. Like it, it, it's, it's anything I see, like I'm looking for typos. Like I actually, when I was working at Best Buy, um, I remember we had, we would have reps come that would like set up new demos and displays and stuff like that. And they set up this brand new, like 8k Samsung 70 inch television on like this end cap. And I was sitting there watching, I was like, wow, that's a pretty picture. And like the tiniest of like, like the trademark font at the bottom where they're just talking about all the legal jargon and all this stuff. They had a typo in it. Like it was just like a misspelled word. And like the guys just like telling me all this stuff about the TV. And I'm just like, you have a typo. Like he's talking about like 8K, t- like the first 8K television to hit the retail market. You know, like this this high dynamic color, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you misspelled that word. <laughs> I'm like, take that back to your boss. <laughs> you know? Like like that's all I saw. And like that's that's kind of the way that I am now. Like if there's a typo, if there's just something misspelled, dude, like I'm just. Oh, no, I'm aware. You ruined a Christmas present that I oh, made man. for my dad. <laughs> okay, so here we're going to. Uh, Go off a, on a yeah, we're going on a little tangent. Yeah, back to my father. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so way back in oh god, I was like maybe 16, 17 years old. I'd say this this was high school. I yeah, remember. This was way back in high school. My dad uh was slash is a pretty big Thor fan. And so I I was into prop making and wanting to make costumes. I thought that was the the career I wanted to go into. So I, so I thought to myself, ooh, for Christmas, I'll make my dad a Thor's hammer. And like, I'll make it super heavy. I'm going to make it out of plaster and solid wood. And it's going to be awesome. It was not awesome. It turned out very poorly. And I, I didn't make it for the longest time. Oh my god! Yeah, that thing was like <laughs> it was like fifty plus pounds. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was solid, but it was ugly, and I never got around to finishing it. You know, fast forward ten plus years later, I finally got 
around to making it again and I had my buddy 3D print a model that I had designed and it came out and I had it inscribed with the um, the typical Thor saying, but instead of it saying, shall possess the power of Thor at the bottom, I had it changed to my father's name. So shall possess the power of Jeff Knight. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of myself. I got the, the best paint for it. I had a leather wrap for the handle. It was going to look great. I showed you a picture of it and you're like, in like five seconds, five freaking seconds. You, you said, wow, that's really cool. And then another text message was like, dot, 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 dot. Oh, Matthew, <laughs> dot, 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 dot. And as soon as you said that, because I know the kind of person you are, you are a grammar Nazi. And I was like, no 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 and i look at the hammer and i'm like going through it and sure enough i spelled the word possess wrong it's p-o-s-s-e-s-s but i left off the second s at the end so it's basically like posses 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 and i was like don't you freaking say it just i could have gone i don't think i did either like i was like in that moment i was like I'm not going to say it. I could have gone my <laughs> whole knows. life. My whole life I could have gone without seeing that because... Until your dad got it. <laughs> I'm sure I, your dad would have said something. No, he didn't because I gave <laughs> it to him and he's like, oh, wow, this is so great. I was like, I know it's 10 years overdue, but I finally made it for you. Do you love me, daddy? <laughs> but you just... <laughs> ooh. I apologize for taking that away. From you me. took that joy away from me. <laughs> I would also like to point out that my dad loves me very much regardless of whether or not I made him a good gift. <laughs> but, ooh, yeah, that that grammar Nazi stuff gets you into trouble with, like, human beings. It It is actually kind of wild, like, I don't know. I guess coming from this side of that uh, ruins hobbies slash ruins relationships. <laughs> because, like... <laughs> I don't know like there's just this there's just this thing that like whenever i see something spelled wrong like i'm just compelled to mention it even though like i i I will say like i have gotten better when it comes to things like that just kind of letting it ride but it's just like what what happens if if you continue spelling it wrong for the rest of your life you know like you have to know you have to know these things that's actually a pretty good point it's like we talk about how it ruins stuff for us, but we didn't talk about how it ruins interactions with other people. Because like me for and my sure. wife will go out and we'll watch a movie and she'll be like, oh, wow, I got the movie. It's really cool. I like this scene. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I really liked how it played with the duality of man. And, you know, I go into a deep dive and like a thesis discussion on what the uh, the director was trying to say. And she's like, okay. I mm-hmm. I mean, explosions. Cool. Here. It's like, yeah. Um I just thought the acting was decent. Right. Yeah. Or I'll, or, you know, we'll be out grocery shopping. And again, we go down like the, uh, the toilet paper aisle and I turn into this like weaponized, you know, liberal terrorist. I'm like, I can't believe they use this deceptive, deceptive advertising. We can't support this group anymore because they're misleading customers. And she's just like, I just want to wipe my butt with some decent toilet paper. Shut up. Let me buy this. I just want double stuffed Oreos. I don't care if it's only 1.75 times right. and not twice as much. I just want some double stuffed Oreos. I just want some double stuffed Oreos, Matthew. Please keep it to yourself. Let me have this. Yeah. I mean, that's... But on that the fl- is kind of another part of it. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, my wife being a nurse, I can't watch anything that has anything to do with medical stuff. Or she'll be like, that is not how people would have stuck you. I can stick mm-hmm. you so much better with this needle. Okay. <laughs> Keep this PG. Stick as in with needle. Correct. Get your head out the gutter. 
quick shout out to anybody that's listening. If you have something that is completely ruined, like an activity that you enjoy that's completely ruined by the knowledge that you have, please, I mean, send it to us. I'd love to hear what uh what you have to say because I think I think TV is definitely something that a lot of people like kind of come together with like, oh, that you can't do that. Like that's not that's not true. Just because there's a lot of professions, like there's a lot of what we do presented on television. Yeah, TV and represents life and I mean everybody is in like their how, living how life. How close yeah. do they have to be, you know, to like real life or I guess Hollywood for it to be because we were having this we kind of were having this conversation about like in game with the blip. Because like so WandaVision, I don't want to go too far into it, but like with the the blip that happened like what if you're on a plane you know like you're on a plane and you just get blipped back like are you still on are you thirty five thousand dropped in the air, air? like are you just thirty five thousand <laughs> feet in the air like you just like oh man i'm, I'm alive no i'm not I, I think my favorite example we should use is like the mark Wahlberg principle because like that dude is in like every movie that has to do with quote unquote real life. He's been an oil worker. Mm-hmm. He's been a policeman. He's been I don't, a construction worker, a workout dude. So I think like this should be if you've ever been personally affected or insulted by a Mark Wahlberg performance <laughs> of, a, of a blue collar man, <laughs> write to us oh, at Mark art vs. science podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> old Mark Wahlberg. Good old Marky Mark. I still haven't watched his uh, that new one that you were talking about. The something um, Spencer Spencer Confidential. Spencer Confidential. What is he in that movie? <laughs> he is an ex police officer <laughs> who uh, who goes to jail, comes out, and he's uh, off trying to to solve a murder of another police officer, and he ends up getting into some some deep stuff. But I thought it was pretty good. I myself am a fan of I'm a fan of Mark Wahlberg. I like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I think he's a pretty decent actor, especially when people, you know, write him well. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of the ones where he's acting like people in a in a real life scenario, like the Boston Massacre or the oil rig movie kind of thing like that. Like those ones, I'm like, eh, I don't really want to watch a an action biopic of a thing that happened. Yeah. But no, I, on, on the whole, I like Mark Wahlberg. I think he's pretty cool. Well, 35 minutes in, I think we pretty much covered just about everything we want to cover this is one of our this is our shortest episode now if we oh, end so right now <laughs> if we end it right now so uh thank you guys for sticking with us all the way through episode three uh like ed was saying if you have particular activities or things that are ruined by your job or your knowledge of something or if you have a topic that you guys want us to cover be it an art or science thing and you want us want to hear us talk about it uh reach out to us at art versus science podcast at gmail.com we are also at Art vs. Science Podcast on Facebook, and we are, was it AVS Podcast on Instagram, I think? Probably, I would have Something like that. We can make a cut here. <laughs> we are at Art vs. Science underscore podcast on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. That is Art vs. Science underscore podcast on Instagram. All right. Well, there you go. You've got all our handles, and we will see you guys on the next episode. Take catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>